0: Welcome Castleberry. It is now time to have a casual conversation for the beneficial good of our community. The show you are about to listen to is called What's Up Castleberry. And now it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you your hosts, Andy and Drew, along with producer Robin. What's up podcast listeners? It's Andy. It's Drew. We're back. For episode number 108 of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. That's right. Andy and I are Castleberry residents local pastors friends who just love to have conversations with you and with our lovely producer robin who is not here today each mm. and every week i know boo right boo but we have conversations about all things castleberry florida yeah, about castleberry related issues and have great guests on the podcast we've got a fantastic guest today we're looking forward to having a conversation a little bit later andy uh, you may or may not have known this but i was uh uh, out for a little staycation with my family over the weekend. I saw the pictures. Yeah, we went to went to fun Spot, which I know mm-hmm. listeners here in this area at least have seen the billboards, if not attended. Uh, man, I truly I'm sore. I went down a couple of rides <laughs> and, and my body just taken the kind of banging of the, you know, bi- vibrations, bumps and all. Yeah, I'm not as young as I used to be. But Jalen Jalen had a blast. He had a good time. That's good. Was he big enough for some of the rides? A couple of them. Yeah. He could, mm-hmm. he could do the kids area. Uh, in fact, he was very brave. He went on the swing that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, individual swing seats and they kind of their chain link and they go around in a circle. Mm-hmm. He went on that all by himself. And I was, he did great. He was smiling the whole time. I was very, that's proud. awesome. Fun spot yeah. really is a fun spot that kind of lives yes. up to his name.
1: doesn't it? Anyway, Drew, you will see. That uh, as I drink, I am drinking from a cup of which you uh, and I have been gifted identical
0: mugs. Can you see what that says on my camera? Yes. It, it Listener, it says dad joke loading and there's a bar at the bottom and it shows it's it's kind of filling up. Please wait. And uh, that is a gift from from beloved listener and former podcast guest, Karen Allman. Karen, thank you so much. We love the uh, the continued joy that we bring you and and maybe one or two others from our dad jokes
1: yeah i mean i'm not sure i want uh our association in the community to be as the dad joke guys i think there are probably better things that we do than that because so often those jokes are pretty poor aren't they i don't know
0: yeah yeah they i mean i it kind of you're holding the, the mug like michael scott in the office when it's world's best <laughs> boss right? that's right so, dad joke You gotta be, you're, you're known for something. That's okay. If it gets people in the door to, to listen to us, then, then it's worth it. Uh, Old
1: old press is good press. I think is what they say. I don't believe that's true, but I've heard it. (laughs) Anyway,
0: talking about uh, as I take a sip of tea from my dad joke loading cup, is it that time? I think it's that time. It's time for the dad joke of the week. Well, producer Robin is always very key to this segment because she laughs uh, or gives sound effects to of laughter to our jokes or specifically to my jokes. And I don't have her today. So I Robin, we miss you. Uh, but additionally, that means I've got to up my game the way I present this joke, but really hit it hard. So here we go. I've got two of them for you, Andy. Are you ready? I'll go ahead. Robin's okay. not here to laugh. So I'm going to have to try now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You give me an honest. No, I, I don't want a pity laugh. Got to give an honest reaction. All right. Dad joke of the week. Number one, Listener, why should you never fall in love with a tennis player? Why should you never fall in love with a tennis player? Valentine's Day was recently. Hopefully uh, your loved ones out there you are cared for don't love a tennis player because to them, love means nothing. Get it? Scoring love. Yeah. Yeah, Love all. Well, love all. There's another message from ah.
1: tennis as well. (laughs) You just give a pun. You You know, when you get when you get as old as me, uh, 40 love is what you do as well. (laughs)
0: there you go i mean you're still in the 30 love season i'm in the 30 love you're in the 40 love stage (laughs) better than better than deuce i'd say better (laughs) all right here we go number two this is a, a anatomy joke all right but we're gonna keep it above board here what did the right eye say to the left eye andy i don't know drew what did the left eye say to the right eye honestly between you and me something smells (laughs) okay
1: It's funny. I liked how you didn't put the whole punchline on the uh on the show notes. That was probably good. Well, I got a couple of Doug jokes. I've only got two this week. So, Doug, you've only texted me twice in the last week with jokes. And I think my life is less because of it. Um, but let me share with you these Doug jokes. Okay. Maybe
0: Doug must actually have a life and have stuff going on. (laughs) I know. Abandon your life and send us
1: more jokes, Doug. Come on, man. All right. uh, Talking about that, actually, uh, the first one is this. Uh, Doug told me that his boss asks him why he only gets sick on work days. You know what he said? No, what did he say? Because I must have a weekend immune system. (laughs) Weekend. Weekend. Okay. 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 And then the other one, uh, you know, we've got the winter Olympics going on right now just getting ready to conclude. I believe he says, if laziness was an Olympic sport, I'd come in fourth. So I wouldn't have to walk up to the podium.
0: <laughs> I like that. It's cute. I like that. cute. It is cute. I, that, I actually, when you were saying laziness in the Olympics, I, I will confess I am not a very good American, Andy. I don't think I've even turned it on once. I just, mm. Uh, Yeah, I, I like the Summer Olympics. I like the gymnastics and basketball and track and stuff. But maybe just living in Florida where I'm never around anything cold, uh, yeah. the winter Olympics, just, just don't do it. Long. No. Yeah. Maybe
1: we need like a, uh, a Floridian bobsleigh team, you know, like the Jamaicans
0: like the Jamaicans. Yeah, there you go. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, here we go. Listener it's time for Castleberry in the news. And so we have uh, a couple of news related articles worth highlighting both involving the number 30. That's right. Listener 30 is not merely the age range of Robin and I, 30 also has to do with our beloved city of Castleberry. Mm. Uh, Andy, you were on the ground reporting uh, recently at the the city commission meeting that the city of Castleberry was awarded a very special recognition for 30 years as a city commission manager form government. (laughs) That's a mouthful. 30 years as a city commission manager form government. And Mm. and basically what that means, and I'll let you kind of go deeper, but uh, that for the last 30 years, uh, we have had a competent, well-run city manager uh, in place who has run our our city as an appropriate organization under the commission's guidance. Uh, So flesh out kind of what that means. Why is that significant in terms of how the city of Castleberry functions?
1: Yeah, well, I think it just brings a level of professionalism and organization to our city that is probably responsible for a lot of our growth and development recently. Um, from what I understand, and I'm really just a um, amateur observer on these things, there are two forms of government at local level in Florida, and I think specifically in Seminole County. Um, one is the city manager form of government, and the other is the commission form of government. So, so basically, it's about who manages manages the staff Right. And so in some cities, and some forms of government, the commission members actually kind of do that themselves. I think they kind of break up, you know, who who does what. But the most popular form of governance that has served us well for 30 years uh, is the city manager form, where the city manager is accountable to the commission and the commission speaks to the city manager. So if the commission has an idea or a concern or something that needs moving forward, they just don't go to whoever in the organization. System, they go straight to the city manager, and everything happens a lot more smoothly, a lot more uh, in order, and uh, a lot more efficiently as well. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised. It's only been 30 years that we've been functioning this way, um, but there really have been some stories that I've heard over the years of, of old Castleberry and how you know some of the old mayors who who had the power would use that power. In fact, I think I'm getting into trouble, but I heard the story once, and it was probably maybe 40, 50 years ago, when the person who was mayor at the time and the police department was just real small, he said, "Um, you know, we need to buy a new police car for our police officers. And they just kind of got the hat out and passed it at the commission meeting among the commissioners. And he kind of said, we're not leaving until we got enough to buy a new police car (laughs) or or, or something. So, you know, I'm sure there are times and places for that, but I'm very, very grateful that we have a more organized and disciplined system.
0: Yeah, definitely. Randy Newland has been a podcast guest uh, in the past. He's our city manager, and he really is a man that is organized, that is prudent financially. And I know he runs a very tight ship with our staff. And uh, so thank you, Randy. And thank you, city commissioners, for, for functioning in the appropriate ways in which you function. So 30 years, that's really cool. Well, speaking of 30, we also noted that, that this year is uh, 30 years that Christian Help, uh, who's been a podcast partner of ours and uh, does so much for helping folks find employment and offering others services to those in need within our city. Christian Help has been functioning and serving our city of Castleberry for 30 years and uh, they were uh, I guess that was a, a proclamation given correct that Christian Help was honored and recognized by the city for their yeah, work.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely absolutely I had their 30th birthday uh this month in February and the city so appreciative of their services that they did a little proclamation which was read right at the city meeting and then presented to Christian Help the other day. So congratulations Christian Help on your 30th anniversary.
0: 30 years from now, Lord willing, we'll still be living, we'll still be ministering, <laughs> functioning in some way. And I would just, I'm excited thinking about what the city of Castleberry will look like in, a, in another 30 years. So oh, really- I thought
1: you, I thought you were going to say in 30 years, you're looking forward to the what's up Castleberry official proclamation.
0: <laughs> well, maybe that too. Probably in 30 years, we'll be just hologrammed images. <laughs> like it won't even, it won't be us at all. Yeah, there'll be another, another technology want to tell you about our friends at Full Circle Real Estate and Management. Lynn Brecken is a dear friend of Andy and I's, and Lynn has been involved in the Castleberry community for many years. Lynn serves on the board as uh, the treasurer for the Chamber of Commerce here in Castleberry. And professionally, her and her team at Full Circle Real Estate and Management work with buyers, sellers, and investors. They offer a full range of management services. So if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, or have them perhaps help you manage the, the sale or purchase of a home, please reach out to Lynn and her team. Their website is myfullcirclerealestate.com. You can email Lynn at L-Y-N-N-E at myfullcirclerealestate.com or give them a call at four zero seven nine two one three seven six three. 921 3763 Lynn is a great person and will work to do everything she can to help you. Check them out. Full Circle Real estate and management. Listeners,
1: we have a very special guest coming up in just a minute, but we want to let you know that she's going to be talking about something that is a little sensitive for many as drew and i were talking we really believe it's an important issue to talk about even though it may be difficult but our hope as you listen to this conversation wherever you are on the issue is one that you would listen all the way through and secondly that you would hear vicky and drew and my heart to extend care and compassion to those who are pained by the situation we're going to talk about
0: Well, listeners, we are beyond excited to have today's guest on the podcast with us. We have many great conversations each and every week, but this is a guest that's near and dear. I know to to my heart, my wife's heart, uh, Andy and his family's as well. We have with us uh, the executive director of Choices Women's Clinic. This is Vicki Matthews. Hi, Vicki.
2: Hi. So good to be here with you all today.
0: Yeah, it's so good to be with you. Normally, when you and I interact, it's in front of hundreds of people and a platform at, at church. This is just a nice, quiet conversation, the three of us, and and maybe uh, who knows, a thousand listeners on our podcast. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, we're at now. Hopefully, hopefully. So to maybe to break the ice, uh, allow people to get to know you a bit. Let's uh, let's start our conversation with maybe just some fun icebreakers. Here we go. So you're a hard worker. Obviously, you're an executive director. That's an important title. After a long day of work. If you're going to go out to eat somewhere in our county, where, where, where's your go-to spot?
2: Anything Mexican. (laughs) Hey, any, anything Mexican, no matter where we go, let's do it.
0: I mean, you and, my wife, you and my wife fit very well. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> I that, think it's the chips and salsa way more than margaritas. It's like, give me the chips and
1: salsa. <laughs> Just that that comment tells us a lot about you, actually, Vicky. So <laughs> that's funny. All right, next icebreaker question for you: If your life had a soundtrack, and often our life and leadership has many different songs playing behind it, right? Which band would be playing?
2: about if we said BG staying
1: alive. <laughs> that's perfect. Both yeah. both in terms of what you do, but yes. uh in terms of the challenges of leadership as well.
2: Oh yes. Yep, that's what I do. I just swim. I'm like Dory and I just keep swimming. Mm.
1: You know, Drew does a, a brilliant um BG's impression. Don't you, Drew? Do you want to share it or are you? Ah, ah,
0: ah, ah, staying alive. <laughs> yeah, normally normally he does it a little higher. <laughs> Cut that, Robin. Cut that. <laughs> oh man. Well, Vicky, right off the bat, I have a question for you that is not on our uh list here, but but I feel like it's it's pertinent. So quick anecdote, my uh my father-in-law mentioned a while back that he noticed this place called Choices and he had a very different perception of what he assumed. He's a UCF grad, and so we go by UCF quite a bit for sports and different events and and with your new uh facility there, tell us at, about your role, of course with Choices, but tell us about the name. What's the significance of why the the organization is called Choices Women's Clinic?
2: That is a great question, Drew. You know, we truly believe that women and men that we see who are find themselves in an unplanned pregnancy, kind of scared, maybe determined, not in the place they ever thought they would be. And we really do believe that they can make a healthy decision for themselves and their unborn child that is good for them, that's going to work for them. You know, we're called Choices Women's Clinic. The abortion industry has called themselves about choice But I would choose to challenge that because really what we do here is educate and inform and provide quality professional medical services that people can tap into free of charge so that they can make a healthy decision for the whole person. And the whole person is this, right? Physically, emotionally, and spiritually.
1: I love that. So you're not just helping people arrive at that moment of choice. You're giving them all the tools that they need to make the right choice as well. So Vicky, there's a lot going on at Choices as you prepare to educate and prepare and help people make the best and the right choice. Tell us about the scope of the services that you offer.
2: So the scope of our services entail first of all the the resources that a person would need to truly make an educated and informed decision. So that would be everything from a pregnancy test, an ultrasound, Possibly an STD test to make sure that, you know, again, we care about their health and the condition they're in, regardless of what decision they make. And very, very strong referral resource support base out in our community to connect people, sometimes to the resources that they weren't even sure were out there. So whether it's getting on a healthcare system, insurance, an immigrant who is trying to find their way, all of those kinds of things, job resources, we're able to help connect them to a really strong referral system. But we also believe in more than just providing those initial services. You know, when somebody does make a bold or courageous or, you know, a decision to actually carry, carry through with their pregnancy, we want to come alongside of them as well and help them carry out that decision. And so we offer parenting development classes, uh, baby showers where we bless these moms and dads with all brand new things. Um, sponsored by some of our local churches here in the community and individuals uh, Mm -hmm. in some various groups and abortion recovery for those who have experienced abortion and then, you know, find themselves in a place of struggling through that. Mm -hmm. And so those are some of the things we do. Life coaching. You know, let's talk about the decisions you're making in your life and Mm -hmm. how can we help you work through those? You know, Mm -hmm. how can we help you get to a healthier place?
0: Wow, that that is way more uh, in depth and and holistic than maybe folks on the surface would, and even for us, <laughs> Andy and I, understanding kind of what is involved in caring for expectant mothers and and fathers. That that's awesome. Uh, you mentioned parenting classes. We uh, Andy's son Jonathan, who's in high school, listens to this, mm-hmm. and he he mentioned the other day that Andy might need to red, sign up for. So I, I do. You, I do. For
1: for sure, for sure. Are you I've been
0: pregnant? Do- no, no. But I've no been doing parent- this- parenting classes.
1: I- I've been doing this parenting thing for 18 years, and I'm not sure I'm getting any better at it. So,
0: uh- <laughs> well, let's let's dig into some numbers. My wife Becky uh, recently went to an event, uh, Lattes for Life, that, that you hosted, Becky, uh, along with your team, and uh, some of the numbers there on your website indicate that uh, you-, you had over 2,500 visits from from different patients. That's astounding. 1600 ultrasounds altogether, helping around 940 women who are pregnant uh, uh, choose ultimately to keep their their babies. Uh, in addition to just those numbers, what does that communicate? What does that mean regarding those those numbers? Obviously, you know the faces. I'm sure that's where you're going. Probably, you know the stories.
2: Yeah, it's so much more than numbers. Of course, you know we're. I'm a numbers person, so I'd love to see the numbers, but if the numbers didn't represent like truly changed lives, changed Mm -hmm. hearts, beautiful stories, story after story of people who now don't regret... The decision that they have made. That's what makes it all worthwhile. So, you know, in 2021, we opened a new location. So we're currently um, have been in, uh, we have a location in the downtown area or close to downtown off of West Colonial. And this year we, uh, in 2021, we had launched a huge project in 2019 to um, take some space and build a bl- brand new clinic one mile from UCF on Alafaya Trail. Mm-hmm. And so we are, we are Loving seeing the numbers go up because we love seeing the changed lives and changed hearts and Mm. uh, truly people who are so thankful to have a community service like ours that really makes an impact that's going to affect them for the rest of their life.
1: That's right. The, the numbers kind of wow us, but the stories woo us, right? And yeah. um, just touch our heart and change our heart and, and, and fill us with with joy. That, that really is a, amazing. Vicky, you talked about how um, the organization is growing with these new locations. And, you know, with that comes lots of growth in other areas as well. As you're leading this growing team and this growing organization, what are, what are some of the challenges that you face as a leader?
2: The challenges I face are are certainly not in the area of vision and uh, where else can we go? What else can we do? (laughs) But it's really finding the right staff, finding the right volunteers. Uh, We do have a very strong volunteer model as well. We have some amazing professional staff all the way from, you know, uh, doctor all the way down through, you know, our our nurses, nursing staff, our sonography staff, um, some other professionals who help run our organization. But, you know, we need more. We need mm-hmm. where are nurses? We need more nurses out there. So, you know, we've been dealing, I think, culturally in covid, you know, kind of in this in this current culture and day You know, not only has the workforce begun to shift and change a little, but of course, the medical industry has certainly had some real challenges the last few years. And, you know, it has impact uh, the nursing industry as a whole. And so finding those amazing nurses out there. We're looking for them. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good call, and uh, I imagine there are those that, that that have that passion. In fact, I'm probably going to take this conversation and share it with a couple of my, my, my nurse friends. <laughs>
1: you know, I've I've, I've got, i got a couple of names running around my head too. That about?
0: <laughs> I know one of your volunteers through through our church, and and Vicky, I. I know I've heard a little bit about kind of the the intake, right? There's a there's a certain level of courage for someone uh, to to walk in to the the Choices Women's Clinic uh, to kind of seek more information and to learn about their options there uh, in the midst of their pregnancy. I can imagine you face your team faces folks that are maybe fearful, scared, just uncertain, ignorant to you know, what's going on. H- how do you calm their, their fears? What, what do you kind of say? What, what's like an opening way to really calm the nerves of somebody that comes in your doors for the first time?
2: Well, you know, we really believe in our brand and here's, here's kind of how I would like to encapsulate that. Our brand at Choices Women's Clinic is literally to roll out the red carpet. And that starts from the outside of our building into the inside of our building. And so if you come by either of our locations, I think you'll be wowed. You'll mm. be like, wow, that's that's a pretty impressive place mm. because we want to show women and men that find themselves in this situation that we truly care about them.
0: Mm.
2: We, we believe that they are worthy of respect mm. of us building their trust and of a safe place. Mm. that is confidential. So when we roll out the red carpet, we we do that from the outside with offering them the best of the best free of charge so that when they come inside, the experience isn't different. It's Mm. not like, oh, my goodness, who are those people and why did they treat me like that? Mm. I mean, they're treated with absolute respect and Mm. kindness and everything that we have for them. So we see a real change in And, you know, people's, even their demeanor, a lot of times the question is, who are you? Like, how do you do this? Sometimes,
1: yeah. why do you why do you do this? <laughs> yeah, I I love it. That's a transformative question. Why why do you do this as well? You know, and excellence is something that I think not only honors God but it invite, inspires people as well. It allows them to to feel safe. And the fact that you're responding to them with such respect and professionalism speaks to their dignity and their worth. In the course yeah. of our ministries, Drew, I think this is true for you. I know it's certainly been true for. For me, I've met many people post abortion who are hurting, who have deep regret, a lot of guilt, a lot of pain. And just we've sat in those difficult moments with people. I suspect as well that there's a lot of people who are in that place of Shame and, and guilt that haven't come forward because they're afraid that, that, that people like us are going to judge them and things like that, which is not not what we want to do. What counsel would you give to someone who's perhaps feeling some of that guilt and, uh, and shame and fear on the other side of an abortion?
2: Well, I have to say that the A word can be very mm-hmm. difficult for people to hear. I bet there's maybe a few who've already turned off this this podcast. I hope not. And I just want to be the first to say that you do not have to live in that kind of shame or that kind of guilt because there is hope Mm -hmm. and there is healing and there is another side. And I would encourage anyone to, first of all, not do that alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we have some incredible resources for that, whether it's it's individually or it's in a small group setting. And uh, we truly care about getting people to the other side of that. I myself, I'll, I'll just be very transparent here. Um, I had an abortion many, many years ago and I did live in that shame and regret and condemnation, but I did come to the other side of that. And I came to it through the help of a pregnancy uh, clinic in South Florida that helped me with that. And uh, it's part of the reason I do what I do today.
0: Thank you for your vulnerability uh, and, and honesty. And I, I think that's that's extremely helpful, right, to to be able to speak from a true place of empathy. Let's lean in. Maybe one question that'll uh, ch- not challenge, but maybe try to see kind of a, a holistic perspective on this topic uh, of abortion, because, of course, like you said, the A word it certainly is polarizing. It can be. So in your way, Vicki, and really the choices way of rolling out the red carpet of truly trying to demonstrate care and support support and encouragement to those that need it. Um, what, what would you say to the following groups on this particular issue. So the first group uh, would maybe be those that are going to say, it's my body, it's my choice. The second group would be maybe specifically to men who find out that their girlfriend or wife is pregnant and and they're concerned there. And then maybe the the third group would be on the other extreme, people who are standing outside with signs and and pictures and images and protesting abortion clinics and even want to try to do destructive things to them. How do you speak in the gap of those different areas?
2: Well, when it comes to my body, my choice, that certainly is what the culture has said to us. And I think we have to go a little deeper than that today in terms of science. So even beyond what we would say is a political view or maybe even a moral view or a religious view is is it really that person's body or are there two bodies? Are there two lives there? And so isn't it interesting that also during this time in our own state and in our own country, Roe versus Wade is the law of the land federally that says abortion is legal through nine months that is now being revisited because science has changed so much in 49 years Mm. that now we can prove through science when a heart is beating uh, when a baby is viable outside of the womb, and all of those kinds of things. So, yes, today people do have a choice, and you know we respect that choice at Choices Women's Clinic because it's not my right to make a choice for another person. In fact, right. I've tried a lot of my life to make choices <laughs> for
1: people. Trust me,
2: and guess what? It's never worked. Right. <laughs> okay. So, you know, we have to be there with open arms, open hearts, open hands. To trust that with valid, correct information and a non judgmental love in offering our services, that people can make the right decision. Mm-hmm. So, people do have a choice. Why? Because it is a choice in our country, it is a choice in our city, it is a choice in our state. So, yes, there is a choice. But when you go to some of these places that are going to perform abortion, you are not informed. You are not given those kind of choices or a healthy environment. And so we feel like that's a place where we can step in. And as you said many times, do lean in to where people are and making a very serious decision that's going to impact them for a lot of years. To men who find out that their girlfriend is pregnant, here's what 99% of we hear in, in our clinics that men will say, it's your choice. I'll support you re- no matter what you say. And here's what I'd have to say to that. Do you know what they re- you know what that woman really is looking for? You know what that girlfriend or that partner, that wife, uh, what she's really looking for is that man to say, you know what, we mm. can do this. Yeah. We can do this. Mm. I'm here. I will support you. And so, you know, again, men many times have been judged in other areas and and lived in their own kind of mm. worlds of that today. Culturally that, you know, what I want to say is, you know what? Like you can be a good dad or it's say to a woman, you can be a good mom. Mm. You know, I believe in you. Mm. And sometimes they're just like,
0: what? Really? Mm. You think
2: I could you think I can do that? Mm -hmm. yes, there's options. There's, there's parenting, there's adoption. Yes. Mm -hmm. One of the choices is abortion, but it doesn't have to be abortion. Nobody Mm -hmm. should feel like they have to have an abortion.
1: That's it. That's a great, powerful, powerful answer. I think the third part of that question, just interested to share this too, you know, we're often driving down the street, we'll go past an abortion clinic and there's some people protesting outside, you know, and obviously over the years, some of that's got Uh, very aggressive. What what would you say to those people?
2: Well, that's a really that's a really difficult one, because, you know, our our organization and and what we do is so different than that in many ways, Mm -hmm. because, you know, uh, when a poison person is at that point where they are walking into an abortion clinic, assumably, they've already made some decisions. And although we see a lot of people who actually, Actually, believe it or not, they come to us and many of them think we are believe we are an abortion clinic or we're going to be able to help them have the abortion or give them what they need to have that abortion. But what they're pleasantly surprised by is the fact that they got what real time education, Mm -hmm. real time services that they had to now kind of process and think through this very big decision that they're faced with in their life. So it's just such a different, a different scene there at an abortion clinic. Of course, I would never, ever promote Mm. violence, calling people, you know, certain names. That's just, it goes against everything in me, right? Because we're, we're the part of this work that rolls up our sleeves that says Mm. with open arms, we love you. Come in. What can we do? What Mm. can we do for you? What can we do with you? Mm. And again, roll out that red carpet.
1: I love that. It's, it's that heart of love that, that changes people and cares for people, that kind of stuff. Vicky, we are running out of time. We've still got questions left. We'll have to have you on once again. Uh, this has just been such a heavy but a beautiful conversation as we offer choices and as we figure out best ways to love and care and support people. Um, but perhaps let me just kind of close with this. You are a nonprofit, yet you do all the work that you've mentioned and more. You do it with excellence. You lead with love. You put the the person first. How do you pay for that? And how can people support you in that process?
2: Well, we are 100% donor funded. And so... We have some churches who support us in our greater Orlando area, as well as a lot of friends, a lot of friends out there, Andy and Drew, and um, you have been those friends as well. And we do a few fundraising events a year. Our walk is coming up on May 7th, and that is a fun, fun opportunity to join in a group of people or join in with your church and come out and be a sponsored walker for that. So, yeah, there's plenty of opportunities to onboard and engage everything from, Mm. uh, you know, grounds work, uh, baby showers, people who like to put on a baby shower Mm. for a mom. Uh, We have lots of opportunities for people to not only give, Mm. but to volunteer. So you can reach us anytime. It's best to reach us for Uh, support through at ChoicesFriends.com. That's our website for our supporters. Mm -hmm. That's ChoicesFriends.com. And for those who are looking for services, if you find yourself in these two things, if you find yourself considering abortion, if you find yourself in that place, you never thought you would be please reach out to us at choiceswomensclinic.com. Make an appointment online. Call us on the phone at Mm 407-244-5527. And if you also are that person that is out there that has experienced abortion and you want to get to the other side of that, let me know. Call me personally or call us here at Choices and we will help you.
1: Vicki, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for speaking both candidly and tenderly about for what is a very difficult subject for many. We hope that this conversation is uh, educated and provides some insight, provided some hope as well. And I would just encourage our listeners as well, if you, you need some support, uh, there are systems in place to meet you where you are and help you move forward. Uh, and to those who like what they hear, but aren't in that situation, Please give, please get involved. Um, I've hosted a couple of baby showers myself for, for pregnant moms in difficult situations, and what a joy! What what a joy it is! So, Vicky, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for all that you do. Well- Thank you, Vicky, for sharing with us. Thank you for your heart. Thank you that compassion and care and love exudes from you. Uh, and in these difficult, tough topics, that's exactly what we need. Thank you for dispensing that. Drew, as we prepare to
0: wrap up, would you give us a little bit of inspiration? Sure, Andy. Uh, I have a quote today from Zig Ziglar. Uh, that name always was funny to me. It was, he's one of my dad's favorite speakers and, and authors. Zig Ziglar uh, was very much an inspiration to my dad and, and many others uh, in the 80s, 90s. And even before that, uh, he said this regarding what does it mean to have a good life? A good life is when you assume nothing, do more, smile often, dream big, laugh a lot and realize how blessed you are for what you have. Let me say that one more time because there's a lot Mm -hmm. there. A good life is when you assume nothing, do more, smile often, dream big, laugh a lot, and realize how blessed you are for what you have. Uh, perhaps, listener, there are elements of that quote in which you're like, yeah, that was very convicting for me. Perhaps there's some things that you, you're you already doing. Uh, when I hear do more, sometimes my natural reaction is to kind of like what? I'm already I'm already so busy. But maybe a, a better way to frame that do more is do more of what, how you were created to be, um, not doing more random things, but do more focused things, um, love smiling and laughing to me that just shows uh, a place of joy that you're experiencing in life, mental health, uh, relationships and, uh, and the encouragement to dream big and, uh, and to assume nothing, uh, requires work. It requires drive. It requires focused motivation. Um, mm. These are all great anecdotes individually and collectively. It's a, it's a beautiful reality. As we think about how blessed we are living in beautiful Castleberry, Florida in Seminole County, remember that a good life is when you assume nothing, do more, smile often, dream big, laugh a lot, and realize how blessed you are for what you have. Love that, Drew. Thank you. We are listener coming to the end of this
1: podcast. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We hope you've enjoyed and been encouraged, challenged, maybe even inspired by this episode. Our podcast is produced by our lovely producer, Robin, who we are missing desperately on the show today. Come back soon, Robin. But for more information about who we are, what we do, why we do what we are, you can visit our website, Facebook page, Instagram or podcast feed, all with the name, what? up Castleberry until next week we hope you have a fantastic few days and we look forward to talking with you real soon take care god bless